0: Welcome to Atypical, an offbeat take on news in the addiction recovery field. I'm co-host Mary Crocker Cook from the San Jose City College Alcohol and Drug Studies Program. Be sure and subscribe.
1: And I'm co-host Gary Montreza, Executive Director at Pathway Society in San Jose.
0: Our purpose is to both educate and entertain with recent news stories about the addiction field. We've set up our podcast and sections and include drugs, news, and ethics challenge and prevention.
1: So, Mary, let's get us started. And I, I've, okay. I've been known to create surprises for you. Yes, you, you have. Them, I so love that. I have another one today. Okay. So this is, um, you know, why would you use that to get high? Okay. This is our first section. And and so today's offering is, is I'm not going to tell you what it is. I want you to guess because, look, okay. you have a doctorate degree. Yeah. You have a master's degree. Yeah. You have a LADAC. Mm-hmm. You have a Cadac. Yes, I do. What else do you have? LPCC. LPCC. Okay, yeah. so uh, lots of letters. We call yeah. that in the in the in the professional world a letter farm. Indeed. So very very educated person. So I'm going to test. Oh this no. This is a drug quiz. Oh, okay. So, are, you, are you cool? Okay. You, Good. You cool? Okay, hold Good. my hand. Okay. All right, it's cool. All right. <laughs> <laughs> here, here it goes. So, this is, this is uh, a, a recreational drug. Okay. Okay, first. Um, and the term is it tep- typically makes people, f- you know, the users freak out. Oh, all right. They, they freak out, whatever okay. that is. But, you know, people can just be on the ground. It's very euphoric. Sometimes they'll just sit there and drool. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it can be pretty, pretty interesting stuff. Um, and sometimes they can be just in a stupor, too. It calms people down. So, it's a very, very interesting. Um, type of compound uh the should i tell you the name of it? okay
0: uh, okay Go
1: you might know i don't know if you might i don't know May i won't tell you that
0: no i want to know what is
1: it well let me start first oh, okay with okay. how how it's used all right so typically it's huffing so are you huffing okay yeah, yeah we know what huffing is right audience yes huffing i hear them through the microphone yeah huffing they inhale it inhale it and, of course, like with most things we inhale, um, it immediately bonds with uh, parts of our brain, our amygdala and our hypothalamus, and, you know, we, we start getting our emotions altered somehow. Okay. Okay. So this triggers, of course, intense and intoxicated um, euphoria. Okay. Um, Sometimes uh, a lot of hyperactivity. So if you're around uh, an individual that has used this, um, they're almost impossible to be around. You're going to wonder what's going on. Okay. They're going to be very distracted. You don't exist, but they're like, wow, yeah, they're completely shut out. Um, So basically on on an insane buzz. Um, But again, like I said, sometimes they'll just sit there as if they're in a stupor, uh, literally. Have kind a of stupor. Wow. You know, we know what a stupor is. Yeah, like a catatonic state. Yeah, it's like a catatonic, catatonic. How do you say it? Catatonic. Catatonic state. Yeah. So I gave you some clues. Do, do you know what this it, is? It
0: sounds like bath salts.
1: Bath salts. Yes. 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 Well, you're wrong. I'm wrong. Is it? Is it do you know what the chemical uh lactone is? No, I do not.
0: It's otherwise known as cat. Catnip. catnip Seriously?
1: So that's yes. Yes. <laughs> so, so that's what your cats do. Meow
0: meow. So that's, yeah yeah,
1: meow yeah, meow. Yeah. So that was our takeoff on meow
0: meow.
1: Um so that's one That form. is
0: actual catnip. Is so actual humans catnip. use catnip. Humans? I did not know that. Humans do not use catnip. Oh,
1: there. that for your cat. Uh oh. I mean, uh, humans have used catnip, though, in the past. Okay. Um, and it has been used, oh, wow. by Europeans and, and, um, indigenous populations as a sedative, um, and also it's used for infants that are kind of colic. Okay. Know, and, or, <laughs> I guess it says here, have excessive flatulence. Oh,
0: dear. Oh, so okay. There you go. Excessive flatulence. It calms, it calms, you can use catnip. It
1: calms people down. Oh, so, so there you that's very cool, Gary. Yeah, a, so a catnip. This was Meow Meow. But it's actually called meow
0: meow. meow meow.
1: This That oh, was that's like wonderful. one type of meow meow.
0: Okay. That's, you know oh.
1: Do I have time for the other? What's mao-mao? the other one? What's well, moving now now is a little serious.
0: Uh oh. Okay. So I was
1: just spoofing on that. Okay.
0: Okay. That, that's. <laughs> I was going to say maybe the the cats and I should get it for you know both of us get it in our stockings. No, I make it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs>
1: Maybe yourself. so. So I did fool you. Oh, you did? Oh, I love this. I you love did? This. I can't believe it. So this uh, this is actually really worse. This is the real meow meow, not oh, the fun meow okay. meow. This is a drug that made a teen cut off his genitals. It's oh, my God. Rolling Stone. And if you want to know about drugs, that's where you oh, go. Oh, of course. So yeah, good, good
0: place to see. Yeah. Always
1: asking musician. Yeah. So uh, the nickname, of course, is meow meow, meow meow. Meow meow. It seems rather innocuous, but it's really not. So in this particular instance... A 19-year-old British teen was at home for holidays, and, and he really geeked out on Yam Yam. And it ended up, you know, It's just very grim. Stabbed his mother. Oh, my God. Cut off his own. So he was on an extreme high. And the mother called and they discovered the kid hanging out the bedroom window with blood pouring from his wounds. So this was a person, of course, who was very lovely, according to his mom, and very bright. But unfortunately, he started dabbling in drugs. Yes. Yes. He started dabbling. Dabbling. Right. Heavily. So what is this drug in specific? Um, It's... Kind of related to MDA, it is related to bass It's very interesting that you said that. Yeah, because that is—that's what I thought you were describing. There is a compound in in this that I I can't find at this moment, but it, it is related. Okay. And it does cause some real serious bad 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 things. So, okay. But really, it's a stimulant and it's a powerful stimulant. Okay. Uh, typically causes euphoria. Okay. So again, like the other me which well, like the catnip, which is the catnip. Yeah. but in uh, anxiety and, and paranoia. It really overstimulates your heart, your circulation. So you so basically. Yeah, it sounds like a really, yeah. really bad A bad infection. Really bad thing. Used typically um, intravenously. Oh, okay. So, so you shoot it up. Yeah. All right. It could, could help with causing uh, the spread of HIV and so of course. So, okay. Um, some of the more uh, ambitious ways of using it is wrapping it up in uh, paper. And the slang term for this is bomb. So they will literally bomb themselves, wrap it up in paper, and swallow the whole thing.
0: Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Okay.
1: So uh, pretty, pretty gnarly. Pretty
0: nasty, yeah
1: nasty yeah. stuff. So anyway, there's a lot of risks here, but okay. I think we know. I think we
0: know the, risk we know that's the risks. That's pretty bad. Okay, so we need to avoid things that's, <laughs> something called meow-meow.
1: Meow-meow. Not the catnip. Cat?
0: One. Okay, though it doesn't sound like cat nipped really good for us either. No, the,
1: yeah, <laughs> no, it, does, it does almost, apparently, if you're colicky and I know.
0: Well, unless we're colicky or flatulent.
1: Okay. okay I've had some colleagues where it might work with, with <laughs>
0: exactly. in the house. can put it in there. We can put it in the Christmas punch. Yeah, you can put that there.
1: Yeah. <laughs> a colicky
0: isn't that interesting? <laughs> a colicky? Colly. Oh, yeah. Colly. Yeah, there you go. You can okay. I made you some tea. Exactly. That's what? Right. Homebrew. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, that was stimulating. Okay. Okay, now we're going to shift into our section uh, news in addiction. And this is uh, – got a couple of small things here. One of these mm. is uh, from the New York Times. Psychedelic drug provides release for veterans with P- PTSD. Um, and this is uh, – wow. Studies using MDMA, Mm. which is the main ingredient in ecstasy, um, to reduce PTSD symptoms of the participants. Uh, Doctors treated 26 first responders during a two-day-long psychotherapy session that featured full doses of MDMA, and most of them were combat veterans. What they're apparently, it has the capability to reduce fear and defensiveness, enhance communication, introspection, increase empathy and compassion and enhance the therapeutic prof, uh, process. Why don't we all take it? Exactly. Well, according to the Multidisciplinary Association for Psychedelic Studies, or MAPS, um, they've actually been <laughs> studying MDMA for over 30 years. Um, in a follow-up after the second therapy session, uh, one month later, researchers found that um, PTSD symptoms were effectively eliminated in 68% of the study's Did, participants. Can I ask
1: a question? Yeah. Just so far. Yeah. Do have to be... Like in a large group at a rave or something? Yeah.
0: Oh. No they, no, they bring them into a laboratory.
1: Okay, so they just they're. And they actually
0: it's be... therapeutic doses. Okay. And they're actually giving them therapeutic doses, and with a the therapist. Okay. So the idea is I'm giving you Molly or ecstasy, mm-hmm. and and we're doing therapy.
1: Oh, okay. Right. Okay. So so they're not. Still yeah. around. And, no, and we're not, not. We're not. We're not in a mosh pit. Okay, got okay, it. Okay, all
0: right. So what's happening is they've been moving toward trying to get um, FDA approval for this to eventually, because um, at least one in two PTSD. patients, cannot tolerate existing treatments, so um, and it is actually nearing epidemic status, um, particularly for Iraqi uh, veterans. So they are looking at 11% or up to 20% of these veterans suffering from PTSD. So they're thinking that maybe MDMA used just two times. A month can make psychotherapy more effective and better tolerated. So they're in phase three trials.
1: I think that is awesome. Isn't that cool? That is one of the best articles I've ever read. That
0: is very cool. It's given breakthrough therapy status in 2017 by the FDA. And so the next phase of testing begins this summer. Uh, 200 to 300 participants across 16 testing sites in U.S., Canada, and Israel.
1: Yeah, so so this can start literally once they get out, um, yeah. once they're discharged. Yeah,
0: they can get in the study, yeah. They
1: can get in. You
0: know, yeah, they, they, um, they're hoping for FDA approval by
1: 2021. Well, that's extremely so, encouraging. That is
0: encouraging. So, And also encouraging is the DEA wants more marijuana grown and fewer opioids produced in
1: 2019. <laughs> just more time this is them. by
0: Forbes. Okay. I was laughing. So, exactly. The DEA wants more marijuana grown and fewer opioids produced in 2019, which doesn't make any sense because <laughs> you just last week gave us an FDA article yes. on the approval of a new, more powerful opioid. Oh, so yeah. this is a very confusing. However, yep. apparently since 1968, <clears throat> there is, and this is true, there is only one farm. Uh, the University of Mississippi has maintained a monopoly on the production of cannabis for research. And because there's only one one um, farm, um, it's often really hard to get, and it can often be really low quantity, uh, quality. Mm-hmm. So in response to this, the DEA, um, is trying to end this monopoly so that the, so that NIDA can mm-hmm. license additional cultivators, so they can begin to produce more than quintuple the amount of cannabis that currently can be legally grown for research. Sure. They want to go from a thousand pounds. In 2018 to um, uh, 5,400 pounds in next year. Mm-hmm. So at the same time, they're pushing to reduce the amount of opioid drugs like oxycodone, hydrocodone, morphine, fentanyl. Um, so the proposed quotas for cannabis reflects the total amount of controlled substances necessary to meet our medical scientific research industrial and export needs and still have some reduced uh, stock. So there you go.
1: So so we realize, again, once again, Congress has nodded or shaken its dowdy little head. Yes, it has. For, uh, not for communities or people, but for, for large industry and pharma. And well, of why, course. Why, why why am I saying
0: this? I don't know, Gary.
1: Because universities for many years could not do a coherent study. That's on, right. right. Right? They could not get yeah, any? Yeah, that's
0: why we've always had trouble getting really good quality mm-hmm. research. There's only one place to get yeah. uh, uh FDA approved marijuana.
1: Sure. Yeah. So can you imagine now what we know about uh, cannabis and we have a university that might be getting federal funding. Nope, you can't do any type of study. How many years we lost of coherent yeah. study on this and its related compounds? In yep. and, and then in that same amount of years how we've grown our epidemic of mm-hmm. of, of opioids. opioids. Mm-hmm. It's
0: just yeah, it is pretty amazing, isn't
1: it? Yeah, it's here we are in, in 2019 almost.
0: Yeah. Unbelievable. Well, actually, I shocked myself the other day. I was telling my students.
1: You shocked yourself? I did. You're, I did. You're still hanging around
0: now. <laughs> well, you know, I'm always putting my fingers in yeah, outlets, scary. Yeah, okay. But anyway, uh, I was at a clinical staff meeting, and we were talking about a client and who's been heavily, heavily addicted to THC for 20 years. Yeah. And so, because she's pregnant, um, getting off of THC is really hard for her. Not only that, but there's some psychiatric issues. And so... I actually heard myself say that if we can't get uh, traditional. Psychiatric medicine, given her pregnancy, we may want to consider CBD oil. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I couldn't believe that came out of my mouth, Gary, it but could, it did. Yeah,
1: and the massage oil, right? Yeah, it does.
0: You know, I I was.
1: I hear this. Is, I
0: know this is a, a for somebody care. who's worked in the field this long that I actually am thinking of uh, non-THC um, marijuana is amazing that I would even consider that. But mm-hmm. you know, I'm capable of change, care.
1: Just just I'm for audiences at home, just for our audience at home now. Um, in our small little janitor closet.
0: <laughs> with a swinging uh,
1: ball. With a swinging ball of a studio. Uh, Mary has dug her hands <laughs> into a very, very hard tabletop. So the change is real. Yes, And you're to be commended.
0: And I'm shocked. to thought you would even entertain that thought. But, um, you know, I'm having to expand my mind to keep me, up with what's too. going on here.
1: Sometimes it really hurts.
0: Yeah, I'll tell you. I keep going. Yeah, yeah. So. Those are our articles for today.
1: Those are um, articles. Yeah, so that's really good news. Yeah, it
0: is good news.
1: Absolutely good news. <laughs> I hate to put the, what, it's put put a damper on all that happiness that we just had. Okay, so. so so okay, Mary, it's it's time for our our
0: oh, section. Oh, counselors ethics. acting badly. Yes, ethics Yay. challenge.
1: Addiction counselors acting badly. Okay, if you're an addiction counselor. Or, or if you know one for that matter, <laughs> uh, please get out your CCAP ethics code to follow along. Okay. We have a link on our com link. Uh, Mary, I'll read this story, and okay. you'll have to um, figure out the okay. ethics code. I'm up to it. If any, Maybe I may fool you. Okay. So I'll take you back. Uh, I want you to get in your mind, I don't know, banjos? Banjos? Yeah, can you hear little banjos? I can hear. okay. Ding, ding. little deliverance
0: going on in the yeah, back. Yeah, yeah, okay.
1: a little deliverance. So here it is, North Carolina Rehab Under Investigation for Food Stamp Fraud. What? And food
0: yeah, stamp fraud. Food stamp
1: fraud. I don't know how's this related. Okay, all
0: right.
1: So if you saw the picture of this article, that's where the managers come in. Because okay. if you saw the place where they actually do this right. here, the banjo. Okay. Right. <laughs> First line, no kidding. A rogue drug rehab program.
0: Okay. In
1: North Carolina is being investigated for food stamp fraud, the latest fallout in an ongoing, you know, investigation into the program. So okay. Recovery's Connection Community.
0: All right. School, a
1: two year residential program in Asheville. Um, up in the mountains. So the mountains. you're right
0: about that delivery. Yeah, thing. it was okay. all,
1: all right. about the banjo. Okay. So requiring the participants, uh, they're struggling with addiction, of course, to sign up for food stamps, and then give give the people that run the program the the uh, money or the
0: yeah, yeah, that's not all that uncommon
1: not, for residential. Yeah, not <laughs> all It gets a little squirmy is when the people that are running the program, Philip and Jennifer Warren, if you can hear me, they used the food stamps to stock their own kitchen. Oh, no. And purchased groceries for the program's restaurant. Oh, no. Woohoo! No. So okay. former clients said they frequently went hungry. So, <sighs> yeah, yeah. So both, uh, let's see, uh, Buncombe, uh County and Johnston County Health and Health Health and Human Services Department's launched an investigation. Um, a woman that worked with USDA Food and Nutrition Service, Kathy Young, said, things like this just aren't right. We are very interested in this case and are expecting answers very quickly. So the same program, these are lovely people. Um, again, Philip and Jennifer Warren, if you're out there. Um <laughs> <laughs> Recovery Connections put participants to work 16 hours a day oh. as untrained caregivers oh. in adult care homes for elderly and oh. disabled people, while the rehab founders lived large and misused donations meant for the program. So... Oh, no. We got 200 a month for food stamps, but we never had any food. Cindy oh, my Gilbert, God.
0: That's, that's so wrong.
1: Yeah. So the, the restaurant was staffed by uh, these folks that were taking the money. Right. Their restaurant, it was staffed by unpaid cooks and servers from the rehab program.
0: Oh, and they probably called it, what, job development? I don't know oh. what they called it.
1: But they, they had a headline in the town's small newspaper uh, called you know, a restaurant. Restaurant Week, I guess it was called. Mm. Here's what, where it gets even worse, though. So oh. the, the woman who helped start the program, Jennifer Warren, if you're out there, um, <laughs> <laughs> has a long history of abusing the food stamp program. She ran another rehab program where she was accused of doing the same thing. Oh, there no okay. food. All right. Um, she pleaded guilty to that and other breaches in uh, 2012. She also pleaded guilty in 2015 to doing the same thing, lying about income and Illegally collecting thousands of dollars. Oh my goodness. Yeah, so um, these are lovely people, aren't they? That's um,
0: terrible.
1: A rogue drug program. I immediately thought LA. But,
0: um, <laughs> well, I know, but in a way it's kind of nice that it's it not, was well it was for not California for once. California or Florida. Exactly. Somehow.
1: Wow, this is different. So
0: it's, other states can do bad activities. They can do bad okay. activities
1: too. And oh. open restaurants on the back. Of free labor and the food
0: and not even feeding them yeah okay that's really hideous
1: yeah so all what do got? right what, what, what do, do
0: we think? got here all I know right much
1: there to work with
0: principle one um well they we're supposed to conduct ourselves yeah. in a professional manner like I and not engage in the commission of any dishonest corrupt or fraudulent act Hmm. Related to the functions, duties, and qualifications. I'm just
1: helping them on their program. Oh,
0: my God. Okay. Also, you can't um, engaging in business relationship with clients program. Participants. This is in principle two. You can't abuse clients. You know, by not feeding them. How'd they get their overtime? That is so bad. Okay. Failing to inform clients about all the financial policies and giving or receiving exchange and referrals. Yeah. This is terrible.
1: Really terrible.
0: Does it say what happened to them? Oh, yeah. There's
1: just, you know, ongoing. um, Let's see. Let me end here. It says at this time she had instructed North Carolina investigators to conduct a more robust investigation because they've already investigated these folks. Okay. So, at least eight North Carolina agencies have launched investigations into the abuses exposed at Recovery Connections.
0: Well, that is terrible. Yeah, I agree. Thank you for sharing that. It's wicked. All right. Yeah, particularly around Thanksgiving and the holidays, we're supposed to be feeding people.
1: I just yeah.
0: so anyway. Well, we'll, we'll, well go They ahead. are.
1: They're just not feeding their. Clients. Well, they're
0: not feeding the clients. <laughs> that's just all bad. Yeah, right. All right. Oh, I know. All right. Well, involved
1: sex. That was good.
0: Okay. Well, that's a nice change. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> we'll shift to our. Ne- well, last time we were we were busy, you know, dealing in urine. We were, so yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. All right. So let's shift our uh, shift to our next yeah. section. A couple of inches. Interesting, or at least an, uh, I have a Really positive article here for prevention. It's called Salon Helps People Struggling with Addiction Look and Feel Better. Oh, cool. This comes out of Las Vegas. Um, one local salon is not just helping people who are struggling to look good and feel good on the outside, but also on the inside. It's a different kind of therapy.
1: But well, what if you're not struggling with an addiction, but you just want to look better? Will they help me out? Can they do yeah, I'm sorry,
0: way? Gary. You have to get addicted. But you know what? <laughs> we keep learning new things it's, for you to try. Okay.
1: That's true. <laughs> Got my tea right here. Got
0: some meow Yeah, uh,
1: yeah. I'm in a stupor.
0: No, I'm sorry. You have to be. In fact, the, the lady that owns it, Zenith Bennett, I was an addict, a meth addict, marijuana for 30 years. The salon along Rainbow near Edna is open to all, but what makes it special is its clients include people in addiction recovery who've served time in prison and veterans. So it's a full-service salon, so people who are struggling can get their hair, nails, and makeup done at a discounted rate, or even free of charge, if you come in. I guess they have partner organizations. Oh, cool. So uh, their funding comes from contracts with different organizations and also regular paid-for services. it says the self-esteem was just an amazing boost and helpfully helpful, um, too, you know, getting my sobriety. So um, through the Solutions Recovery Treatment Center, Zenith has been clean for almost five years now and has been a client at Salon. Uh, clients tell 13 Action News there's an overwhelming sense of community Every time they come, they don't feel the stigma or feel alone. Uh, Nicole Christie, the owner of the salon, says everybody that works here has been in recovery or has a family member, or friend that's been in recovery or has active addiction. So anyway, I think that's a lovely, um, a lovely possibility for people because it's true. Same things like um, getting tattoo removal. Yeah. Right. Or uh, getting dental work, you know, getting the bridge you need mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. Um, uh can make a big difference in the way people feel about themselves. So I think we did a really good job, you know, helping people kind of take care of, you know, the internal part of recovery. But it made me think, I say, wait, well, wouldn't it be kind of cool to have, you know, stylists come out to residential centers every once in a while and, and give some haircuts or, yeah. you know, sort of give some um, tips on, on taking care of themselves because yeah. part of addiction is really, you kind of abandon your self care.
1: You, you do Yes, right. Absolutely. so people's
0: skin is a mess and mm-hmm. anyway it just made me wonder that's another possibility maybe.
1: indeed I'm really encouraged the last couple of weeks here we've been talking about communities really engaging so many of these issues and I'm so encouraged that people take this take this personally and they want to help other people that are struggling with recovery yeah.
0: and using the gifts they have yeah you know my, if this is my gift is cosmetology mm-hmm. right how can I use it as a service to people in recovery
1: yeah, indeed it's kind of a lesson to all of us is they something we can all do whatever that is yeah and that's for each of us we can maybe it's just encouraging someone who's is out there and going through this maybe it's saying hey you know uh this person's gonna go to their first interview right yeah hey, got right. this right I have this jacket I've never used. Right? Would you like to use, you know, have it?
0: Right. You know, I mean, right. it can
1: be really simple things that make a big difference. And my experience has been when we do that, people are extremely grateful, and it's just uh, a good way to go into, yeah. I'd say, the holidays, but be that way all year.
0: Absolutely, so it's enough. a good reminder. Yeah, Indeed. As indeed. we go into, as we go into December, yes. which is also a hard time for people. Indeed. So that's the other thing I want to make a shout out to our. To our listeners, that holidays are not hallmark holidays for our guys. Uh, So, you know, this is a time for people in recovery to take especially good care of themselves Mm -hmm. and uh, get that extra support. Remember that for Thanksgiving and uh, Christmas, there's um, Marathon. Uh, 12 step meetings people can attend. They can hang out all day. They can fellowship. Um, so for those of us who yeah, maybe don't have family locally or for a strange, uh, there is a community out here where you're welcome and we really hope you'll join us, um, in the fellowship. So
1: indeed, and, and help provide a safe landing path for people in the holidays, even, even for folks that do the work. Exactly. You, you get so, you know, burdened throughout the year. Um, it's really hard for, some folks to separate the human stories from the work yeah, you know we all carry that, and it's just a time to reflect and take care of yourself too, because the holidays can be very stressful for people, and it can compound what you're already carrying. So be special to yourself and, and be be aware. Mm-hmm. You
0: know, yeah, just be aware of people around you, and and if you're blessed to have a large support group and a, and a big family, that's marvelous. Be gracious and grateful, and realize that that's not so for everybody. Yeah. Okay, now
1: is it time? It's
0: that time.
1: All right. Sadly, we've come to the last section, uh, our humility check moment Yay, this week. This I section reminds us not to take ourselves too seriously, a key to burnout prevention and ability. So who has something? And when, you know, when we say who has something, there's only two of us. <laughs> only two of us can fit in here. only one of us can fit in here, but we make two. <laughs> we do two. But, uh,
0: you. Yeah. Uh, uh, can you wanna start yeah because you owe us one last know. week you said you had one ticket to a cat story, story. oh i'm oh. so excited
1: to so what one a cat
0: a cat story
1: i do have a cat story this one's better
0: this is better than a cat story yeah, All so, right. uh,
1: Bring it. you know you know sometimes you get really tired and you get burned out and sometimes you're you're not feeling that well so you, you know you, you have to still do life things life goes on you know you still need to have food you still have to have things to eat in the morning you still need your morning rituals yeah and yeah a cafe so i you know i go to the store and uh pick up some things and i also said, you know i i don't really want to i'm lazy enough i want to cheat myself i'm going to pick up some food as well
0: <laughs> okay. pick up the
1: food go home get out of the car bring the groceries in uh-huh. and start making pasta oh
0: because
1: i love yummy. pasta yeah but i had pasta in the car that's what I picked up for myself. Oh,
0: no. For you pasta. forgot that you'd already So once the dinner.
1: noodles and the sauce was in the pan, oh. I said, what the? Oh. So it wasn't assembled. It was just already too late. It's already in the water. It's
0: oh, my gosh. And you had already picked up a pasta dinner for yourself and it was in the car. Is this recorded. Oh my god, Gary. Is this recorded? That is so something I would do.
1: Yeah. Have oh you ever my left god. it in the car? I've done that too.
0: Yeah, I have done that.
1: Not this time. It was and then it a, smells later. It more it was more of an expletive
0: oh, So I had a really Gary. cool meal. Yeah.
1: But I didn't you forgot. what do you do at that point? You yeah.
0: already got well then you just have to save it and eat it tomorrow yeah, or something. That's
1: what I did, but it was just wasn't yeah. as good. Okay, so that's anyway, that's um,
0: pretty yeah.
1: So, you know, if you're not if you're a little bird, out here, <laughs>
0: And you don't have the capacity to remember Pay 10 attention. minutes ago. Pay attention.
1: Yeah. Right. But that's is you know, is anyone yeah, I driven know. by their off-ramp to their house or anything?
0: Oh, absolutely. Their street, absolutely. you're
1: like, oh, wait a minute. I'm yeah. supposed to go. <laughs> no, you
0: know, you know, my favorite thing to do is is in a, in a drive-thru, because I spent a ridiculous amount of time in a drive-thru, because I always get iced tea. Why do they
1: call them drive-thrus when you are parked?
0: Yeah, I, I hear you, but... If there's two windows, <laughs> it's not uncommon for me to pay at the first one and then just keep driving.
1: I've done it.
0: And never pick up I my go, beverage. My- I And then I get where I'm going and go, where the hell is my iced tea? Yeah.
1: Usually, do you get a call or something with yeah. work and you're exactly like, getting a coffee or something, and then you, you step outside and you go, okay, I got to go. And you're like, you get in the car and you like, I need to drink of coffee. Oh, Exactly.
0: Yeah, I've donated a lot to Jack in the Box. (laughs) So anyway (laughs) Yeah. And then I'm too embarrassed to go back because I feel like a dummy. Yeah, so don't do that. Okay. Well, here's mine. Okay, this was a silly thing that happened in class the other day. (laughs) Okay. I was teaching at night on the second floor, and below our window, we could hear raised voices between two men. And given my exaggerated sense of responsibility, my first thought was, I should do something about that. You know, get out there I'm already and say, what the, What's going on out here, right? One As I was having this thought, a student in the back, sitting in front of the window, <laughs> took his index finger and slowly closed the window, demonstrating that. Clearly, he didn't feel it was his problem.
1: (laughs) Or, or, you have, we're doing such an engaging, Ah. you know, discussion and lecture yeah well you know,
0: you it. know I, it was the codependency class uh-huh. and so
1: i so you uh- could not
0: stop laughing as oh, okay. i contrasted my instinctive response to get involved with something that was not my business at all so that's- and his instinct to ignore and just block it out well, that's where the student became the teacher i giggled off and on the rest of the yeah. night and if I we, ever since then, every once in a while in class, somebody will reach over and pretend with their finger to close the <laughs> door. It was so silly. And I got to see, yeah, that, how much my students are often ahead of me.
1: Oh, gosh.
0: You know? So he taught me something really valuable. Because it didn't even occur to him it was his business. <laughs> you know,
1: he's thinking I'm here for a grade. <laughs> I, I get through this. <laughs> These people are bothering me. i got to get in there.
0: Exactly. I need to be getting in there and finding out what's that, what's that about. Yeah, I can get hurt. Oh, my God. Anyway, so that, that's my humility moment. <laughs> Well, awesome. it looks like we're coming to the end, Gary. Yeah. Another valuable time well spent. Our fifth. Our, this is our fifth, fifth episode, course. and we will look forward to continuing. And we hope you will again subscribe and and uh, suggest other people you know listen and keep us company in our little hovel of a little of a, we're, of a studio we're here. Upgrade it, and yeah. we're gonna upgrade. Okay. We'll
1: get these mops out of here.
0: That's right. Take care. Take
1: care.